the Sons and Daughters podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters podcast. I'm Tina Hayner, and this is my flexible, adaptable, mm-hmm. accommodating husband. He, he, uh, he flexes with the with things that need to be flexed with, and makes the best of situations that he can. Well, there you go. Uh, and here I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not flexible in other ways. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Andy Hayner. I'm just so happy to be here, your <laughs> flexible host, along with my <laughs> wife, uh, Tina Hayner, the lovely, always lovely Tina Hayner. We're leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministries, and uh, we're excited to be with you once again today. Um, to share a little bit more about life in Christ, um, the life He lives in us and through us. And uh, that's really what the Christian life is. It's not you trying hard uh, to be like Jesus in, in terms of imitating Him, in terms of, uh, yeah, you doing your best as much as it is really uh, emulating mm-hmm. uh, the way that He lived. And He lived his human life by participating in the life of his father. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now everything that the father was in Jesus and to Jesus, uh, he is to us. All the fullness of God is in Christ, mm-hmm. and Christ is in us. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we now have our connection to the father through him. And uh, that is very exciting. So we don't have to live our best efforts, uh, but actually just let him be himself in us and through us. And, uh, yeah, my wife, uh, every now and again, she, she throws me a zinger with these little introductions. You know, I don't know how this got started, but <laughs> we tried to move away from it and then people got onto us for me. Got onto you. Got onto me for trying <laughs> to tell her to, to, uh, to, yeah, whatever. Cause I was, I was just always getting embarrassed by it. Now I just kind of go with it, whatever. And I guess, so that makes me adaptable. <laughs> yeah, it makes you flexible. Adaptable. You know what it, what it means is, is uh, I, I know when I'm licked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that is probably a good thing. Know when to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. And uh, and know who to pick them with. And I have stopped picking <laughs> battles with, with Miss Tina, that's well, for sure. Not completely. Well, we yeah. get into one every once in a while. Yeah, a little scruff, but it's uh-huh. never never a battle never anymore. Battle. No. No, usually, usually, I can convince you that you're you're right and I'm wrong <laughs> fairly quickly these days. <laughs> Yeah, I think I sent you a text, something about um, me. Yeah. Maybe I'm less right. Yeah, the, the, the mega mind mm-hmm. surrender. You were of, right. I yeah, was you're less right. right. I was less right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, uh, speaking of being right and less right, uh, one of the things that uh, if you, you've mm-hmm. been around the body of Christ long enough, one of the things that uh, unfortunately plagues some ministries and and we see it there but if we're honest we can also see evidence of it in our hearts in different ways Mm. is that tendency to compare ourselves Mm -hmm. um, with one another and uh, it can be very difficult sometimes to um, 
achieve the unity that Jesus wants us to achieve uh, when we're, in, in fact, impossible when we're uh, in that kind of a mindset. And uh, my wife and I, we were, uh, we've been kind of slowly marching our way through the book of Acts with uh, on Bible study mm-hmm. that we have in our home on Saturday mornings. And uh, we got to uh, Acts chapter 21, where Paul finally shows up in Jerusalem with a contingent of Gentiles and a large a gift, gift mm-hmm. that he had raised from his churches um, to support the, the poor amongst the church in Jerusalem. Because they were under To demonstrate, hey, we're one. We're right, not right. against you. We're for you. We, mm-hmm. we want to help you. We sacrificially give and, uh, you know, we support all that God's doing in your midst. And, uh, you know, and here Paul, uh, you know, he finally gets there and he's called to uh, meet with the elders of the church in Jerusalem. And he begins to relate, it says uh, in Acts 21, verse uh, 19, after he had greeted them, he began to relate one by one the things which God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And you think about that. That's going to include everything that we read in the book of Acts about Mm -hmm. Paul's ministry, about him you know, getting uh, finally getting fed up and casting the demon out of the soothsayer mm-hmm. girl that mm-hmm. was running around behind him, and um, miracles here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Churches being started, mm-hmm. uh, getting around town, the earthquake in uh, Philippi. Yes, and, and whole towns saved. coming to Christ, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, Paul was not shy about sharing you. Know, uh, miracles, signs and wonders, salvations mm-hmm. done by his hand. And, you know, he talked about handkerchiefs and mag- <laughs> yeah, <friends>. exactly <laughs> Just unusual miracles, regions to Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the climate at that time, uh, that there had grown up at least in the churches at the church in Jerusalem, uh, a bit of a, one, there was a suspicion of, about Paul just in general because the people that were persecuting Paul's ministry said they came out with letters from James uh, mm-hmm. initially and yeah. that they went on and tried to mm-hmm. Judaize all of Paul's churches and accused Paul of not being a real apostle and uh, this, that, and the other. And so there was uh, at least some sentiment uh, of Hey, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe Paul's not a real, real guy, real apostle. And there were some rumors that had gotten back to the church that Paul is preaching against Jews. Right. He's telling them they can't keep the law. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a big difference, Mm -hmm. but it is subtle. One to say you you don't have to. You can't force the Gentiles to live under the law. Mm -hmm. Um. That sometimes people then think, oh, so what you're trying to say is that God, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's not what he says. How many times have you been in a disagreement with somebody, and and they don't really hold to your position, and they but they react vehemently against what they think your position is, Mm -hmm. but not what you've stated. (laughs) Yeah, and then Mm -hmm. when you try to correct them and say that's not what I mean. Uh, they'll tell you, no, that's exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, how do you talk right, to somebody like that? Right, no, no and, there's uh, no getting through. And uh, yeah, so 
you know, people being what they are, even uh, loving Jesus, there was some real concern, uh, and they voiced it here at the end of this meeting. The elders were very concerned that the church in Jerusalem uh, would still be against Paul mm-hmm. because of what they had heard. And yeah. that people have the tendency just to believe what they heard just because they trust, you know, oh, why should they lie about it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and not give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet here Paul is giving them an account, a detailed account about his ministry. And what impressed us and what we began talking about was their reaction uh, and said when they heard this, they began glorifying God. And, and and that's really such a mature response. Yes. When you're pressing hard, when you're in difficult situations, and sometimes, you know, in ministry, uh, you know, we're always facing ourselves, not just with this, the successes that we see in front of us. It's neat to see lives being transformed. It's neat to see some people coming to know Christ. But what burdens us are the ones that aren't. You know, Mm -hmm. what burdens us are not just the lives that are being transformed, but those that started off good now are sloughing Mm -hmm. off and going Mm -hmm. astray. um, You know, sometimes we carry those things around and you can, and through that desire to see Jesus, you know, get his glory in every single person, if you're not careful, insecurity uh, can rise up and comparison can rise up mm-hmm. and you can begin to think, well, you know, maybe I should have done something different. Maybe I should have, maybe I'm not very good or, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'm not sacrificing enough or, you know, why is it that it's not going better? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, if, if you're not careful, you can begin to hear other people's success right. through those lenses. Mm-hmm. That and, are laboring in different parts of the harvest. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you begin to to think uh, it's difficult for you just to glorify God. Be happy with what God's doing, yeah. And and the reason that I, that I feel like this is really important, all of us, for a heart check is that um, you know, we need to be able to walk in unity. Um, and if we can't celebrate other people's successes and and rejoice in mm-hmm. the ways that Jesus is Being operating in their lives, um, even when it's something we really wanted mm-hmm. and we're really laboring for, but may not be coming through as strong mm-hmm. in right. our lives. Mm-hmm. For example... Um, you did your best, I'm sure, to raise your children in the fear and admonition mm-hmm. of the Lord. Uh, if you're not careful, you can compare, compare how yourself. your children turned Turn out, out with the way someone else's children turned out. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you probably have prayed for your friends and loved ones. Um, and it's really neat to hear other people's stories about how their friends and loved ones have come to know Christ. Right. And you desperately want yours to know. Can you rejoice in that? Right. Can you mm-hmm. rejoice in other people's children mm-hmm. growing Walking on with the Lord, with the Lord mm-hmm. um, and and give credit to Jesus That's right. and not make it about you mm-hmm. or you comparing yourself with someone else? Mm-hmm. And it's it's so important. Um, and uh, I, I I really feel like it's one of those things that is very subtle. 
because as God gives you things and does things in your life, um, you're very aware and you treasure and guard those things. Mm-hmm. What if, you know, if God gave you a ministry, um, it's, it, you know that it's him that does it. It's him that has called you to it. And mm-hmm. there are things that he's put inside of you that you are working to steward and to make a blessing to other people. Um, and it's a lot of work. And then to see somebody else whose ministry just takes off overnight mm-hmm. and doesn't seem to have really had any struggle, uh, you know, um, can you rejoice in that? Right. Mm-hmm. Can you rejoice in that? Mm-hmm. Um, you can if your eyes are on the Lord yeah. and not on yourself and, and the whole comparison thing yeah. and what you don't have. Yeah. Instead of what he's done and what gains are for his kingdom. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting in um, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, when Jesus is praying before he goes back to be with the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He says in his prayer, he says uh, in verse 22, he says, The glory which you have given to me, I have given them that they may be one Mm -hmm. as we are one. You know, and it's so funny because Jesus' solution, one of the foundations of us living in oneness is realizing Jesus has given us the glory of the Father. Mm -hmm. So often we seek our significance in our ministry or in... What we accomplish. I mean... How many people have been told, you know, since they were a little kid, oh, you have such an, a gifted a gift in worship, right? Mm. And then they go off to a worship school, and now they're not a big fish, fish in a, a small pond. pond. They're, yeah. a, they're just a, a regular average. fish. Mm-hmm. Maybe, what if you're average? Mm-hmm. What, if somebody, what if a lot of people are a lot better than you now? Mm-hmm. And uh, in that environment, you know, if we're not careful, we start to measure one another by the uh, our musical talent, mm. our vocal prowess, our ability to write songs and move hearts or whatever. Preaching, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> anything mm. uh, can become a lens for this. Our business uh, skills and ability to, you know, take one talent and multiply it into ten, whatever. Mm. All of that stuff. Um, and Jesus says, listen, that is not your glory. Mm-hmm. That is not what makes you significant. Yeah, You don't have to fight for this. And that's the thing that really we have to get our eyes off of ourselves and off of people and realize Jesus has given us his glory. So wherever we see glory, it belongs to him. Yeah. It's not Paul versus me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's Christ in Paul. Paul. And I worship Jesus and yeah. I love Jesus. Yeah. And I'm excited about Jesus. Even if he's in somebody else who's not part of my denomination, not part of my church or across town or right across the street. And sure. they're raking in droves of people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm still trying to struggle to get the, you know, the few that have been attending to, you know, show up or something like that. <laughs> um, 
And we just have to give Jesus all the glory wherever we see it. Um, and when we can do that in ourselves and do that with other people, it will set our hearts free. Mm-hmm. Um, I can rejoice in people's love for Jesus and their passion to call people to faith in him. Mm-hmm even when they have very different, different. views about mm-hmm. other things. Sure. And even different ways about it. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> yeah. Paul dealt with this. It mm-hmm. was one of the things that he alluded to in his letter to the Philippians. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, here I am in prison and there's mm-hmm. people running around uh, going Pre- to. Sharing the gospel. Going some, to my churches. Some of them out of. Goodness um, in their heart, right. some of them out of selfishness. Exactly. And Paul seemed to be aware of their motives yeah. and say, listen, some people are doing this because they they couldn't start their own ministry. Mm-hmm. And they were jealous mm-hmm. of the ministry that I had. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're not going around trying to help and build up what I've started. They're trying to take it all oh. over for themselves. Mm-hmm. And... Paul was aware of that, but that didn't bother him uh, to any large extent because he said, praise God that they're preaching Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, God's going to deal with them and their motives. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't looking at things as me, mine, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, he even said uh, to the Philippians, he's like, you know, even if you guys just abandon uh, the faith or every or me completely or what I've shown you, I rejoice even if I just poured myself out on the sacrifice of your faith like a like a drink offering. Mm. And uh, you know, it was interesting for a while. You know, I just kind of skimmed over that because I was like, okay, that's kind of poetic, but. The drink offerings mm-hmm. were were very specific kind of offerings. And there's some of you that probably have poured your life and poured your best into mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. who maybe now um, say ugly things to you, mm-hmm. resent the fact that you raised them for the Lord, yeah. and they've turned their back on Christ, Um at least outwardly, mm-hmm. or, or maybe not following him as close as they could. Um, and you're wondering, you know, right. where did I go wrong, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can really steal some of your joy. But Paul said, you know, ultimately, I wasn't doing what I was doing to get anything back from you. Mm-hmm. And my my ministry, first and foremost, was not results-oriented, it was Mm worship-oriented. And so even if I did all this pouring out into your lives to build up your faith, even if it all just goes up in smoke like a drink offering, and the only person who gets anything out of it is the Lord, I'll rejoice that I did it for Him, Mm -hmm. even if you don't accept it and even if you don't rejoice about it. You know, that's that's got to be really, really hard to be in prison. You can't change anything. Mm-hmm. And there's everything, everything's out of your control. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can help you. You know, sometimes you're like, well, what was all that for? And if you look, look at it on a pragmatic level, 
you think, well, this just didn't go well. Mm. Sometimes you just have to stay, take a step back and say, why did I do it? I did it just worship. Yes. Under God. Go back to your motive. Mm-hmm. All the other offerings, you know. Um, and I'm not in charge of the outcomes. If you get your joy from the mm-hmm. outcome, and I think Jesus, that's he was keen on that mm-hmm. right away. You know, mm-hmm. they came back rejoicing that the demons were subject to yep. them in the name of Jesus. And he said, all right, very cool, but don't get your joy from this because that is a very unstable place for your joy, your ministry results, Mm -hmm. you know, your business results, your parenting results, your, Mm -hmm. your counseling results, your marriage, you know, investment results, all these things that we do hoping for good outcomes if our joy is found in the outcomes of what we do, then that won't be a good, stable place. Right. There's a lot of factors that go there. But if we can just come back to the place of, hey, my life is worship, and I worship Jesus. And wherever I see His glory mm-hmm. shining through, even if it's not my life directly, I'll rejoice. And uh, whatever I do, if I pour it out and it comes to nothing... Mm-hmm. I will rejoice that I'm pouring it out at the feet of Jesus. Um, you know, I think that was one of the the reasons that Jesus said that uh, that the story of of the woman who poured out her costly perfume mm-hmm. all over him and the disciples began to grumble and complain Complained and criticize her, yeah. and say, you know, this could have you could have sold it and we could have given right. lots of money to the poor. Sure. Jesus, I I really believe said, "Hey, wherever the gospel's preached, this will be. This told, is going to be the stories told." told. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, in some ways, it's because this is what the gospel produces. Mm-hmm. Lovers, uh, yeah, where <laughs> lovers it's, of Jesus, it's less about pragmatic results mm-hmm. and more about pouring out on Jesus and what He, he thinks mm-hmm. about what we've done. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. he knows our true motives, even when no one else gets it and it looks like a big puddle on the floor. <laughs> um, he's like, no, you prepared, you poured it out on me. Yeah. And I received mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody else is criticizing you, telling you you're crazy. Could have done better. Yeah. Should have done it this way. Could have, should have, would have. Could have, should have, would Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is very true. So anyway, that's really what was on our heart for today is to encourage you to um, to to take a step back. Don't mm-hmm. don't get caught up in, in a rivalry or a comparison or because, you know, mm-hmm. often we that can become a, a place for division yeah. um, mm-hmm. and rejoice wherever you see Jesus at work. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you poured yourself out on others that. Maybe the results aren't telling you, hey, there was something of Jesus in there. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's not the results that say the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it, it's what goes on in the heart, and God knows that. Mm-hmm. So I hope that you're encouraged, uh, even if you've poured yourself out into some things that don't you know, seem very fruitful. Maybe they went up in smoke, mm-hmm. but you need to know that you can rejoice that you poured out as an offering That's right. to the Lord because and he received that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh here these guys are are laboring hard in Jerusalem mm. and hitting hitting walls all the time. Yeah. In that environment. 
They were in a very tough environment. And Paul was about to hit it too. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. He was. He, he he was in his last few days mm-hmm. of freedom. Yeah. And then he uh, he goes out of Jerusalem in chains mm-hmm. and doesn't see uh, uh, doesn't really a day without chains for for quite a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Church history, uh, not. Scripture, but church history uh, shows that he eventually was released, but then he was again taken captive and then finally beheaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, brothers and sisters, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rejoice, mm-hmm. rejoice in in the Lord wherever you see Him, even mm-hmm. if it's in your brothers or sisters, the church across town that doesn't preach everything, but they preach Jesus. Yes, you know. Just happy that the Lord is being magnified. Amen. Don't don't uh, don't put on different colored jerseys. No, let's mm-hmm. just put on the Jesus jersey yeah. and exalt Him <laughs> together. Uh, so anyway, so we uh, hope this encourages you. If you'd like additional resources from our ministry, you can find those at fullspeedimpact.com. You'll find a complete catalog of our podcast episodes as well as our online. Uh, Academy, the Full Speed Impact Academy. We appreciate you uh, very much, and Lord willing, uh, if you check back next week, we release a new podcast every Sunday at 6 p.m. Check back next week, and you'll find another one. And until then, we encourage you to walk in the fullness of Jesus Christ and impact the world around you.